from the dimly lit basement studio in the middle of America, it's the Pop Culture Nation Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture Nation. I am Matt. I'm Mark. And I'm Ben. All right, let's get into some news and notes. Uh, let's see. I never. I wanted to get your take on Suicide Squad, Ben. I know you said you saw it. Yeah, um, it was fun. It was good. I liked it. Um, I didn't care for the first one um and uh, now the first one stuck yeah and i really i kind of forgot that uh james gunn was involved in this one and i wasn't really looking forward to seeing it and then i ended you know once i realized he was in uh in charge i went ahead and watched it and uh yeah it's there's a lot of there's a lot <laughs> going on in there <laughs> yeah there is it's uh it was interesting to see james gunn have a take at a superhero movie that can be r-rated a little 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 more aggressive than uh, guardians of the galaxy yeah um it, yeah i enjoyed it quite a bit i, I did uh, it had a it didn't really feel like a guardians of the galaxy type movie but they they're very similar um yeah he does a good job at balancing out large group of characters you know king shark is a, is a lot like groot in a lot of ways you know it's, yes. it's, it's a very similar character but uh, yeah it was it was pretty good I um I know we we both like changed you like asked me if I saw it and I said yes or something or you said yes and that we never never got to you know you've been so busy right um so that leads us to like what two weeks we got Shang Shang Chi coming Shang Chi uh, predictions actually I heard that it's I've heard good reviews I think it's gonna here's my prediction I think it's gonna be a good movie it's not gonna go over very well. I don't know about that. I just know that it, it it it's a character that nobody really knows at all. Yeah, I don't think it's going to bring in. I mean, even less than the Guardians when they came out. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to bring in the the the, the uh, Marvel audience automatically. I think it is. I think it's going to do exceptionally well. Um, they just by sticking the Marvel title on it uh, or the Marvel name to it uh, at this stage of the game is going to draw a lot of people. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I'm looking forward to it, but I, I think it's going to do. I don't very, think the trailers well. are helping it though. Supposedly, the action sequences are yeah, pretty that's, phenomenal. And from I what have I heard hear. that. I've heard the fight um, sequence in that are, are very, I, very uh, good. Maybe it'll be a play because I wasn't all that impressed with any of the. I'm not either, fight. but I'm not a fan of the character that much either. You know, I no. never, didn't read a lot of that. No, no. Um, Boy, they were big in the '70s though. Yeah, well, they that tried whole, a little everything. That whole in the kung 70s. fu era. Yeah. It. Um, It'll be interesting to see how, how it does do in the long run. I think it might uh, take a little word of mouth to pull it through in the end. I, I think that people might not rush out. Are they? Um, I, 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 we'll see. Forgive my ignorance. Are they doing the same thing like they did with Black Widow? Or are they going to be releasing it on Disney Plus too? I believe no. Okay, so they're going to try to avoid that trap. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. They don't want to get sued by another, more people. <laughs> by, yeah, they don't want to get sued by. Uh, I, who's the big person in this? Do we have a big star in the movie? Or are they all unknowns? As far as I know, they're they're unknowns to me. Um, yeah. There's a few. Um, Michelle Yao, I think. Is oh, her okay. Name. I know she's who she in is. it. Yeah. Uh, Aquafina is in it. I, right, Aquafina. I know she's like the, the comic relief. Right. Okay. The, uh, the or a, or water. The, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, is Dasani in it too? <laughs> the, the main guy. He looks familiar, but I can't really place what I've seen him in. I'd have to look it up. But and am I wrong? Did I see a Ben Kingsley? Um, you know cameo. What? That might, you might be right about that. that I don't that, know where that I saw that. I don't know where I saw. He's it. cameoing in something soon. Maybe yeah, that is. Yeah. A, I don't know. I don't know where I saw that. Yeah, Aquafina. That was uh, the first time 
in my life that I didn't know who was hosting Saturday Night Live. They said Aquafina, and I said, "Who the hell is that?" <laughs> I, I, I still I said, don't oh. know. It starts. It starts. Sometimes you don't know the musical guests on Saturday Night Live, but when you don't know the host, you're officially crossed over into ancient. <laughs> yeah, I thought there's some truth in that. <laughs> And it happened one more time this year. I can't remember who it was, but I didn't know who they were either. I think it was that uh, the, the man from Bridgerton. Oh, the guy who plays the main star. I didn't oh, know okay, his yeah. name yeah. when I saw it. But, mm. uh, yeah, so uh, well, it'll be interesting to see. It, it's uh, two weeks away, I think. Uh, next yeah, week's the Candyman. The and, uh, What's next weekend? Candyman comes yeah. out. Oh, oh right. okay. Finally. Kind of looking forward to that. I was going to say, they've, been, that, know, they've I, been advertising that for I don't know how long. I've been uh, going to the movies on Thursdays. And I'm finding like the six o'clock show right around that range. It's usually maybe two, three other people in there. Um, that's been a, a really good time to. Uh, I to went hit to it. see Don't Breathe two last Saturday, and it was uh, like a twelve on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was on Sunday actually. I said Saturday, but uh, it was not very. Cr- I thought I was going to have a private showing, but then two people came at the end. Forgive my ignorance. I didn't know there was a Don't Breathe one. So. <laughs> Don't Breathe 1, I, I only watched because we were reviewing Don't Breathe oh, 2. Oh, I see for your own And it show. actually is a pretty solid little uh, horror movie. Uh-huh. I would highly recommend it, actually. Uh-huh. Um, but the second one sucks. Okay. And uh, You heard it here. And you'll hear about it later. Last night, I watched uh, She-Devils on Wheels from 1968. Oh. Now, that <laughs> sounds like a classic. It was not a classic. But not even in a not even in a so bad it was fun to watch kind of mode. No, it was in so bad that it wasn't very fun to watch. Okay, unfortunately, I see what you're saying. but uh. had there been somebody there, I think it would have been way more. fun. Oh, you mean more where you're picking it apart? As yeah, you're going, yeah, yeah. It, about it was it, it was it was tough it. tough to watch by myself, but uh, it uh, it'll be fun to talk about because there's a lot of crazy uh, she devil type things in there. I see. <laughs> you know, if you're Everything's better on wheels. Of know. course. <laughs> I, uh, Who watch- can forget Roller Boogie? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I watched some more Ozark. Um, oh, uh, wow. I think I'm maybe eight episodes into the first season, seven episodes in. How many are in, in the seasons? On, I don't know. 13 or 12, something like that? They're have, pretty short. Yeah, they're not super long. Whichever one they... Uh, the uh, preacher finds out what's actually all going on around. Oh him. yeah, he... that that's the episode that I just got done watching. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't react well to that. No, no, it's gotten. I'm not saying I won't say better because it's not that the first episode wasn't bad, but uh, I'm more sympathetic towards the characters than I was after just watching the first one. Yeah, I can see that they're just under the gun constantly. <laughs> right. I think my favorite character in that are, are probably Ruth. Yeah, Ruth and, is cool and. Uh, the the old dude that they live with is, is buddy. My, yeah, he's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> buddy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the other the only thing I wanted to mention, uh, I think it comes out today. The Witcher animated movie on Netflix. Oh, I didn't know that. There's an animated feature for The Witcher, which I, I'm kind of looking forward to. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I saw a trailer for it a few weeks back, and it looked like it was interesting. I need to do a better job of seeing what's coming on Netflix. I find it's Netflix hard. so overwhelming. It's hard. Um, there's just so much coming and going and I know there's sites that say what's coming and going, but I don't want to sit there and read. I just want to see new Netflix productions and I'd be good with that. I didn't, I don't even have this on my list, but what did you think of the first what if? Um, and it was what if Peggy Carter got the super, super I've watched both of them so far. I didn't watch the second one. The yeah. I like the second one probably better than the first one. Um, 
I don't like. I, I'm going to sound like an asshole when I say this. I don't. I can't imagine that. I don't <laughs> like it when they take um, existing characters, male or female, and then swap the gender on. Well, on that. and I, I know mean, that's not what that wasn't what their purpose was. I think in general, I know where you're coming from. I, for, for a what if though, it doesn't bother me because I think that's what what ifs are for. Yeah, I, I get that. It, but when I see that, that's automatically something that it's like, eh, okay. But that being a, that that aside, I actually enjoyed the first one. Um, I think they tried to probably cram too much into it. Yeah, it could have used ten more minutes because it it does really move. It like crams the whole, you know, Captain America: The First Avenger. You know, there's that point when it switches between from her to from him to her, mm-hmm. but it, it's pretty much the whole movie. And right. It just Right, well, that, and then, pace. you know, they introduced the uh, the s- suit that Stark built in the cave. Right. And I was like, what? Come on. You know? Well, it, the reason, it was not the same suit. The reason they had it. was I mean, very similar. Well, what's changed, though, because when, what, what's changed that's make it different is, the, is that Stark has the Tesseract. He has that power source. They capture the Tesseract early on instead of it being True. in the hands of... Uh, Red Skull. So uh, he's able to. He's like, I know just what I want to do with this. He he has that tremendous power source. That's actually my, my favorite sequence in the movie is when they have that. You know, uh, Steve is in the suit and uh, he's flying around and she's kind of riding on his back. Yeah, that was that was really planes. cool. That was my favorite sequence, and it has like a like a like a Glenn Miller Orchestra kind of soundtrack <laughs> to it. That was a pretty cool little segment. Big band. But I didn't watch the second one. Um, interested me less for some reason, but uh, I'll probably get around to watching it. I actually think I like that one uh, a little bit better. There was um, a, a pretty, uh, <laughs> it was a pretty interesting take. And uh, to me, they changed it enough. It wasn't the same story. It wasn't, you know, kept changed with... more than. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. All right. We better get into it. But first, let's take a quick break. Introducing Cinema Spin, a movie podcast with a random twist. On each episode of Cinema Spin, we review two movies. One new movie that is either in theaters or just released on streaming, as well as a movie selected completely at random by what we call the Retro Movie Machine. We never know what we're going to get. Cinema Spin, new episodes weekly wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, we are back on Pop Culture Nation. And uh, we're taking our journey through the 80s, and we're continuing with the year 1988. Someday we'll be done with these. <laughs> uh, 1988. Kind of a Debbie Downer of a year, by the way. Yeah. All the major stuff. I kept like, Remind me. I'm going through this list, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that happened, that happened, that happened. A lot of it wasn't real major. But then, you know, the fall of communism is kind of a big deal. I didn't, didn't oh. have a lot of that in my notes here, because, you know, we're not really about that. But... Um, a lot of like you know plane crashes and <laughs> you know okay I don't know all right the year 1988 if you have any notes that uh, you want to mention that uh, don't get mentioned sure um just uh, chime in anytime um let's see I got January 26th of the year uh, Phantom of the Opera opens on Broadway for the first time yeah it becomes the longest running show of all time hmm uh, I thought ever... that had been around much longer than that. Hmm. I thought it would. I, w- I would have put it earlier eighties. Well, no, yeah. that's Broadway. Maybe it was over in England. That could be. Uh, maybe over, uh, over, played yeah. over in England for a you while might be, before you it might actually be right. made the transition over that, here. That sounds 
Sounds right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, did you have you seen uh, Phantom? I've seen it. Uh, I've seen them in the theater, and I've actually seen the movie too. So I've seen I never both. never seen much. And they're pretty similar. I think I obviously like the the uh, the, the Broadway show better than the. Uh, it's not for everybody. So I, I've been I've seen it a couple times at the Fox, and you know I, I like going to plays and stuff like that. But uh, man. The consistency is not always there. Yeah, it depends on your leads there. And, that makes a big difference. And it, the first time, it was just amazing. And the second time, <laughs> the Phantom just he sang like a pussy. And it was like, what you? that is not what you are supposed to sound like. <laughs> yeah, and it was horrible. It ruined the whole thing. Yeah, you're right. That's that. That's a role that you've got to have. That you've got, it's just a bizarre role to begin with. And you've got to be able to pull people in. Well, sometimes when they and have if a you room. don't have the voice. No. And, that, no. You need a, and it's not even that he right. sang bad, but he didn't sing like the Phantom. It, it, it's it's because Michael Crawford was the one who did it originally. Right, and then, Crawford. of course, did you guys know that the guy who played Benson... Robert Guillaume took over for him afterwards. I did not know that. Robert Guillaume took over for him. I think after Crawford stepped down, and I, I just, I don't not know, uh, I don't know, disparaging remarks about Robert Guillaume, but I just don't see Benson singing the. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he had a beautiful voice though. But I, I, yeah, I've I, never. I'm not familiar with his singing yeah, voice I, I, at all. Yeah. February 13th to the 28th was uh, the 1988 Winter Olympics, and if you remember back then, I'd kind of forgotten about this. The winter and summer Olympics were in the same year. That far back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Yep. Uh, 92, they... Is when they split? Or 94, technically. They were split. Really? Yeah. God, that seems like it's been going on longer there. Again, another thing that seems to have been going on longer. There was uh, Winter Olympics in 92, and they had them again right there two years later we're in at. 94. 92 in was uh, Albertville, France. Okay. And uh, 90, 94 was... Uh, they, they put these on a little shorter notice. They did it in Lillehammer, Norway, because they were okay. f- more Okay, so equipped. what was going on in 88? This was... Uh, Winter Olympics in Calgary, okay, Alberta, Canada, okay, and uh, the I remember that Seoul, Korea was the summer ones later on in the okay, summer, later right. on in the year. March twenty fourth, the first McDonald's restaurant in a communist country opens in Belgrade, Yugoslavia. Hmm. Yugoslavia still was a country. That's, yeah, that's something right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, isn't it? Um, here, here's here's Debbie Downer. Nineteen eighty eight starts. August 28th, 75 people were killed and 345 injured in one of the worst air show disasters in the history of Germany at Rammstein Air Force Base. Three jets from the Italian Mm. air demonstration team. I don't remember that. Basically, tricolor is what it's... uh, They collide with each other, sending one of the aircraft crashing into the spectators. That I seem to think I remember a little bit. Yeah, I think I've seen footage of that, but uh, that was one of the big big disasters in... uh, in the first part of, uh, well, I guess that would be in the in the middle part of, of the year. Mm-hmm. September 29th, 1988, we launched our first uh, space shuttle after the Challenger dis- after the Challenger disaster. Discovery? Uh, yes, I believe it was. Space shuttle Discovery was probably that th- its first launch. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it was really? the, the replacement for... Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a four-day flight. Yeah. November 8th, presidential election. Vice President George Bush trounced Michael Dukakis. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember. Uh, you know, I'd moved from the city over over to this uh-huh. small town America, and yeah. we had a uh, in school, uh, you know, presidential election. And I, my family was voting for Dukakis at home, so I voted for Dukakis, and it was like three hundred and something to twelve. <laughs> 
<laughs> All I remember about Dukakis was the tank ad. Yeah, they went to town. Yeah, they tank made a bit. Yeah, you know, and I did. I, I mean, it was ridiculous, but at the same time, I didn't think it was that bad. Of course, I was younger at the time. I never thought it was. It's one of those images that kind of before this time, it kind of went viral. You know, before yeah, things oh, it did. went yeah, viral. Yeah, exactly. Before there was such a thing as being going viral, right? Yeah. It. Uh, yeah, it was everywhere, and I guess that was kind of like uh, by then you had CNN and all you know yeah. all day news stations, and they just kind of went to town on you know, and him, riding that running around in that tank. You, yeah, can you picture that crowd. image, Ben? Him him driving the tank. I don't remember that. He no, just, he looked pretty stupid driving the tank. Yeah, it it didn't help him, but I didn't think it was as you know god awful. I don't, I don't think what it they probably mattered as uh, maybe, much. As, yeah, you, it's just that image that sticks you, in your head. Yeah, this thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He did better than than. Um, uh, Mondale did. Ma- yeah, Mondale. Mondale only won Minnesota in the District of Columbia. I yeah. think, I think uh, Dukakis won like five states. Did he? I didn't but he, know. he got thoroughly trounced. Yeah, he did. All right, December 1st was the first World AIDS Day. So this is 88, so this is AIDS is starting to really, a real where issue. Where it's really hit yeah, hard. Yeah. Right? I remember that. And then this is an in general of 88. There was a really bad drought over the course of the year that really affected... Uh, in the U.S.? Yeah. Okay. There was a big fire in Yellowstone, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a big mm, fire. Seems like there's always I, I think it's a small fire by today's standards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was a horrible fire at the, t- at the time that burnt a lot of Yellowstone. Mm. But uh, $60 billion in crop loss, they think it cost the drought of 1988. Mm. Heat waves over most of the U.S. They think that uh, back then, I think more than now, uh, there was a lot of... Do you remember hearing about heat deaths when you were young? You know, mm-hmm. people who were shut ins. You know, had their windows painted shut. Just, yeah, it's like a, it was 150 in there, and they were dead. Yeah, yeah. right. You know that kind yeah. of thing. They think maybe 17,000 people died because of the no heat. No kidding. In uh, 1988, more Debbie Downer. I was going to say this. You're not kidding when you're saying that. It's a weird year. Yeah. I'm telling you. I had that feeling. Feeling straight off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, notable births of 1980, and there weren't even a lot of this kind of stuff. That's really? what, yeah, it's like nobody is like. I was going to say, what was like, the high point of? 88? I'm not being born in 1988. It was weird when I was doing the research for this. I was like, surely this can't be it, and I'd go look somewhere else, and I'd be, surely this can't be it. <laughs> Normally, there's there's so much stuff that I like filter out a lot of it. Right, and sure. this time, nothing. Hmm. Let's see what we got. Births in '88. Rihanna, Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> Mm. Kaylee McEnany, who was uh, who? Kaylee McEnany, she was press secretary under uh, Trump. Oh, okay. Who, who oh, okay. Who of I course. like to call dishonesty Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> Lizzo, Adele, Michael, Sarah, Casey Musgraves, Emma Stone, and Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz being the future Catwoman. That's true. She's in the next film. Notable deaths of 1988. Even this was sparse. Nobody even wanted to die. (laughs) (laughs) Andy Gibb. Oh, yeah. Louis L'Amour, the famous Western Western writer. writer. John Hausman. Oh, yes. Okay. I remember. I always remember those Merrill Lynch commercials. (laughs) We earned it. We earned it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Roy Orbison died in uh, 1988. Okay. Heather O'Rourke from uh, She's a Little Girl from the Poltergeist movies. And uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Mm. All right, uh, TV for 1988. January 16th, and I remember this quite well, due to comments he made about breeding practices during slavery leading to the blacks becoming superior athletes, CBS fires 
Jimmy the Greek Snyder. Jimmy the Greek, yeah. Who had been a regular on the NFL today since 1976. Yeah, uh, boy, he, he, he <laughs> kind of, that's... He was yeah. the first uh, cancel culture <laughs> Well, victim. yeah, but, but that's pretty. I, I, that's I pretty. <laughs> I didn't remember who said that, but I remember those comments. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember they'd card out Jimmy the Greek, and he'd tell you all his picks and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But one day, he decided to tell you why <laughs> yeah. he made those picks. And that and, really uh, got him in some trouble. The rest <laughs> of the story is... yeah. Everybody knows. January 31st, after the Super Bowl of that year, the uh, pilot of the Wonder Years uh, premiered. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the bigger uh, premieres after the Super Bowl of all time. Now, they don't even really do that anymore. No, not really. I mean, it was you know, the big event. Go back to another they regular on... episode of Two Broke Girls. Right. Or <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, do, they don't do that as much. That marketing scale. The last really... time I remember it being a thing is like the second season of Survivor uh, debut yeah. right after... Right, I remember I was more excited to watch that than I was. Well, a few years ago, they had uh, one of the uh, Cloverfield movies on Netflix debuted right after the uh, yeah, the that Super was Bowl. the one that went to a straight to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, Cloverfield Paradox, whatever it was. Yeah, whatever I've never was, watched yeah. any of them. Yeah, yeah. Did they uh, premiere? I'm trying to think. The mass, the the mass singer after the Super Bowl, maybe. Oh, well, that I wouldn't know. I don't think it was right after the Super Bowl. No, but, but it, it, it might have might have been promoted heavily on the Super right. Bowl or something like that. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, oh, here we go. This this one this one bites at me personally because I remember this day, mm-hmm. <laughs> February fifth. Wrestlers Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant compete on the main event on NBC, marking the return of professional wrestling to network prime time for the first time since nineteen fifty five. And I remember young prime time. Yeah, I remember yeah. young young me hoping to uh, tune into the new episode of Saturday Night Live, and it was Saturday night's main event. All right, uh, February 21st. I remember this as well. Televangelist Jimmy Swaggart, involved no. in a sex scandal, admits to being with prostitutes and temporary ends his television ministry. The crying everybody and the tears. Thought, everybody thought, oh, he's done. But no. No. <laughs> no. He's managed to bounce back. You, go, you can mo- come back. I don't know. I don't know how. Well, I don't if know. If he's, he's near oh, as. Oh, no, no. no not like so, but... as influential as he was back then. Now, people would be like, eh, who cares? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Right, but that's you're it. Back, oh, there's, there's no moral high ground anymore. <laughs> no. eh, everybody makes mistakes. Mm, yeah, and then, you know what? He, I think he went on and got caught again. I'm sorry about that. That's all right. We can't do anything about it. Uh, February 28th. Oh yeah, this is this was interesting. February 26th. I'm sorry. Tom Hardy marries Simone Ravel on the ABC soap opera General Hospital, the first interracial wedding on American daytime television history. We didn't know that. There's probably been lots of those by now, I would Not hope. sure, yeah. March 19th, the song I Heard It Through the Grapevine experiences a surge of popularity caused by television commercials featuring the claymation raisin figures, the yeah. California Raisins version of the song peaks at, 19, at uh, number 84 on the Billboard Hot 100. Which tells you a lot about the music of that era. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was that a uh, bunch of singing grapes, or <laughs> singing, singing raisins, shriveled grapes, shriveled grapes. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, chart uh, busters. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what it that's what it come to. Yeah, that's what was entertainment and a retread in the lowly of the song that was big back in the sixties. You know, whatever. Heard it through the grapevine. April fourth, and I went back and watched this last night because I. Oh, had really? To. April fourth. James Brown appears on CNN after allegedly assaulting his wife with a lead pipe and shooting her, uh, shooting at her car. During the interview with Sonia Friedman, Brown shouted song titles of his songs instead of answering the questions. 
I don't remember that. Did I you see it? That. I watched it last you night. You did it's see a, it? Hyster- oh, you, oh, you brought it back up. I, I watched it on YouTube last night. It is the craziest interview maybe in the history of television. Was yeah. he drunk? High. I How think. high is a kite? Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> she's like, she's like, asked him a serious question about this allegation. He's like, "Oh, I'm just living in America, baby." And he's like talking about how he's gonna go out and he's single and he's ready to mingle and he's oh, going on it's tour. It's a weird interview. And he feels good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He keeps mentioning song yeah, titles. He feels good. Okay. Talking yeah. about how he's ready to make love and all this. Mm. And oh man, it is crazy. And he's wearing these like. How's Weird the glass? Like, <laughs> how was the interviewer? I mean, was she? She kinda, doesn't know what to do. She's just caught like a deer it, in the headlights. It is lost. And, yeah, it's a oh. it's a boulder rolling downhill, and she's just trying to. <laughs> <laughs> that's always good television. Yeah, it, it it is good television. That's for sure. April twenty fifth. Got two things on that date. Nickelodeon debuts its first Kids Choice Awards ceremony, which becomes mm-hmm. big. Celebrities getting slimed and whatnot. Never, I never got into that. I've never watched a minute of, of that. Was, in my life. I grew up. Beyond, I was already older, older than that. that and, yeah. yeah, I didn't watch the Kids Choice Awards, but there were some shows on there that I enjoyed. What was the name of the show where they got slimed all the time? You what can't was that? do that on television. I believe was the name of it. Was it? Mm-hmm. I thought it was something like oh, oh, whatever it was on. I'm sorry, can't think of the Double name, Dare. Or you think that's, that's yeah, what I'm that's thinking, what I'm thinking of. of. Thank I, you. I I'm thinking of Double Dare. I think they did that on that show too, but I think the you can't do that on television was always big for sliming people. Um. And also on that date, Lieutenant Tasha Yar is killed off an episode of Star Trek yes. The Next Generation after actress Denise Crosby asked to be released from her contract. Right. Any reason why? How, why she left? Yeah. She didn't think that she, let's put as an as ensemble cast, mm-hmm. she didn't think that she was getting enough stuff to do. They oh. weren't writing enough things for her to do, and she didn't want to be roped into a contract to keep going that way. So they they killed her off. It's they, weird for somebody to leave a, a show. That's they killed her off, but the, she did come back I as another she, reoccurring she character back, later yeah. on. That's you know tied to that, but it's one of the more famous episodes too. I mean, of the one, the one where she her her variation comes back. May twenty second, NBC broadcast the Incredible Hulk Returns, a continuation of the TV series. Never saw any of those that aired from nineteen seventy eight to eighty two. That's weird too. He's I saw the Hulk, the, the TV show when it was when I was growing yeah, this up. This is the return but any movie. Of, yeah, any of the return movies, the one where they brought in. I mean, I, I think there was one later on where they brought in a Thor character. Yeah, and a, yeah. Do you remember any of I that? I remember watching a couple of those. Yeah, nothing to write home about. I totally forgot that they yeah. even did that. Mm-hmm. June fourth. I thought this was interesting because I, I I remember this, but only tangentially. Universal Pictures. Debut Network broadcasts a special edition of the 1984 film Dune as a two-night event with additional footage not included in the film's original release. This version totaled 186 minutes, including a What Happened Last Night recap and second credit roll. Director David Lynch Lynch. disavowed this version and had his name removed from the credits. Alan Smithy appears in the credits of this version. Hmm. I I like the extended version. I think it's good. I've never seen Dune, and I have no interest in seeing the new one either. Have you read the book? No. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's the book you're a big is so good. I, I, that's what you know. And I've I've got a buddy of mine who has loved the Lynch version, loved the Lynch version, but admitted that there were problems. My biggest, yeah. uh, but he's he is really excited about this one coming oh, I'm, up. I'm pumped about. I this mean, one. he's been talking about this for years that they needed to remake it, it and do it right. The book. So I'm I'm a big fan of the original. Um, the book is phenomenal. I've only read the first book. I, I was going to say, yeah. I, I started to read the second book, and 
I, I, I put it down real fast for various reasons. Um, they've, you know, redone the story. The sci-fi did a show on it, um, several years ago and that was good too. Uh, but the, there's so much potential in the book and you know, that's normal. Um, yeah. Uh, when it gets converted over to a movie and as cool as the movie was, I'm really hoping they pick up some of the stuff that wasn't in the original movie. That they left out, you mean? Yeah. 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 Was it was it one of those novels where they talk about all the time where it's, you know, unfilmable? I, I think that there was some talk of that, that it, was, you it know, would be a difficult thing to make a movie out of. Well, back then, for sure. But they, they made other changes, um, like... Maybe not unfilmable, but challenging. Cha- okay, yeah. yeah. They, they made changes... For you know that they changes they really didn't have to make, but maybe somebody thought, well, this will make a better movie if we do okay. it this way. Yeah, but they've yeah, there's other things you could have. I've not seen the tinkered movie. with. I, I've I played the computer game, which is pretty cool. It was cool. <laughs> it's more like a same, you know, like a strategy right. game, right? Thing. Right. I always enjoyed that. Yep. Um, this is something. There's a couple things going here here that I didn't remember at all. I didn't know that uh, July 14th, the first ever Shark Week, was on Discovery, Discovery Channel. I didn't know Shark Week went back to the 80s. Uh, to be honest, I never was a Shark Week. Well, I, I don't know. Right. Oh, I know people that were. I don't celebrate they Shark look, Week. I was going to say, a lot that, of people do. but I do know people who did. I know, kids were really into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Shark yeah. Week next yeah. week. Let's, yeah. not, let's not go on vacation next week. It's Shark Week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, August 9th, first ever night game at Wrigley Field between the Cubs. At Wrigley Field? Cubs and New York Mets. So that was, uh, I thought it was earlier than that, but I guess that's, man, who knows. Uh, October 3rd, TNT starts broadcasting, and the first thing they ever showed was Gone with the Wind. Mm. It's a second network for Turner Broadcasting, or a fourth cable network for, for Turner. On that same date, October 3rd, 1988, the bonus round of Wheel of Fortune starts giving you the R-S-T-L-N-E instead of having you... Uh, <laughs> Every, instead of everybody, now, where did you dig that up? I didn't know. It was that, in a, in a I list. was going to say that's not something I would think that would be, you know. <laughs> but do you remember that period where oh, oh, yeah. everybody picked RSTL? Well, I remember. Like, I remember the. Well, why wouldn't you? Well, I know. Yeah, I remember the days when they still you bought stuff after you know. Yeah, <laughs> back in the Chuck Woolery days, I'll take I the, and those uh, were cool. Or was it? I yeah. love that part. Yeah, we'll take the. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a radar range and put the rest on a gift certificate. Take the duvet. <laughs> the, um, that was fun. I remember watching that. Uh, and this dude, he landed on the 5,000 space and he guessed letter. I mean, he landed on it several times. The dude had tens of thousands of dollars. He he won so much money that he bought out like like all of one showcase and then they moved to Ooh. another showcase and then they had to finish it on a commercial while while he, while he they, finished buying they, all they his probably stuff. realized it was just too expensive to keep doing it that way, and it did kind of slow the game down. I had fun just seeing what they. I were did too. Take. I like that too, but you know, hey, I, I guess it got. You know, it's like even on prices, right? The products become repetitive after a while. Sure, right, right. yeah. After you've seen very much, you know, yeah, so many people buy a water pick. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know. <laughs> I guess I didn't watch Wheel of Fortune enough to where I ever felt no, that it was either. repetitive. I, I was never a, an everyday Well, watcher. to be honest, the best part of the show in our days was when they did the shopping. Right. Some people you consider know? it a religion, practically. The wheel's on. Really? We're quiet now. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I tried for a long time to convince my kids that Vanna White is a robot now. 
and uh she must be whenever she mm. whenever she talks i'll talk in a robot voice i think i had them going for a while but <laughs> now they don't whenever they talk about her they, so your they, children are going around they, thinking they know she's they know she's not a robot but whenever they talk about whenever they talk about her they're always like what's that robot lady's name <laughs> <laughs> that's funny November 3rd, on a very special episode of Geraldo. A special episode? <laughs> is this he, the one? He loses absolute control of the crowd, and there's a brawl. Remember, he had a chair thrown, oh, he was, broke his nose. I was going to say, wasn't that with the a white supremacist or something like that involved? <laughs> the actual official uh, theme that night was young hate mongers. <laughs> young hate mongers, okay. When you have the young hate mongers on. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and I remember him yeah, walking around with a bloody nose. You're yeah, right. he had like I, a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, this is something I did not know. November 24th, Mystery Science Theater airs for the first time. Wow. And it was uh, on local access in Minnesota. Okay. Minneapolis, Minnesota. So, uh, my I, partner's a huge fan of that. That did not Science come theater. into my view, you know, until much later when it was yeah. on Sci Fi yeah. Channel. I, I, yeah. I know a lot of people who like that. I didn't hate it. Well, but it wasn't my favorite. It, it's it, it, sadly just like any other show. It's very hit and miss. Right. Some episodes are hysterical. There, there were some funny and, parts. And admittedly, admittedly, part of the problem is they play the whole movie. Right. And so your some parts are better than others, and some movies are better than others. But you're right. It's uh, December twenty sixth. The Young and the Restless takes over the number one spot on daytime TV as far as uh, ratings wise, mm-hmm. and it's it's the same. It's the highest rated thing. I mean. Uh, Soap opera today. Is it? Well, it's the only never, one. Never, never. Is it the only one that's still well, now, on? Yeah. yeah. Now you're right. Yes. It, yeah. It's I don't very think, easy to have that spot. I don't even spot. know what the hell is even on anymore. All right. Shows making their debut in 1988. Okay. In the heat of the night, China oh. Beach, Yo MTV Raps, <laughs> The Completely Mental Misadventures of Ed Grimley. <laughs> he had a show? Yeah. I think it was, was it animated? I think so. Could be. Cops. It's been on oh, since boy. 1988. Oh, boy. Oh, really? Empty Nest. Yeah. Dear John. Freddy's Nightmares and Roseanne being the big one. Wow. So Roseanne started in 88. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Shows that ended in 1988. Sledgehammer I put on here just because. Yeah, that came. That was only two seasons though. Yeah. Yeah, Magnum P.I., The Facts of Life, Spencer for Hire, Cagney and Lacey, St. Elsewhere, and Punky Brewster. I love St. Elsewhere. Had a bizarre ending. That was 1988. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Emmys for 1988. Uh, outstanding comedy series: The Wonder Years, beating mm. Cheers, Frank's Place, Golden Girls, and Night Court. What's you know Frank's Place? Frank's Place was uh Tim, Me- not Tim Meadows. What was the name of the guy who played Venus Flytrap on WK? Oh God, I don't know his name, but I yeah, know yeah, you know about. he he played a owner of a restaurant in New Orleans with his father. Really. They owned a yeah a restaurant and it was basically sh- got uh, shenanigans shenanigans at the restaurant and it was on for a couple of years I think. Uh, outstanding drama series went to thirty something, which my parents were big into. I did not watch it, but no. uh, beat uh, Beauty and the Beast, L.A. Law, Rumpole of the Bailey, British show. Oh okay, I used to love L.A. Oh, it was British PBS. Show. PBS and Saint Elsewhere was nominated one last time. Mm-hmm. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, Michael J. Fox wins for Alex P. Keaton in the episode "The Last Red Hot," uh, "Last of the Red Hot Psychologists," which I can't, not sure what that. that yeah, one I don't know what that one was about. Outstanding lead actress in a comedy series, B. Arthur won for Dorothy on the Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, outstanding lead actor in a drama series, 
Richard Kiley as Joe Gardner on A Year in the Life. Which I, don't I don't remember that remember show. That I, remember, show. I know who Richard Kiley is, but I don't remember that show. And Tyne Daly wins Best Lead Actress. Cagney and Lacey? For Cagney and Lacey yeah. again. All right. 1988 in music. Top 10 songs for 1988. Okay. Are you ready? Number 10. Roll With It by Stevie Winwood. Okay. Thumbs down for me. It's okay. I'm not a, not a big I fan. I can tolerate it. That was overplayed, maybe. Yeah, well, I agree with you on that. Number nine, Hands to Heaven by Breathe. Who? Hands to Heaven by Breathe. Never heard of it. I'm not going to say I that. guess by that time I had tuned out. <laughs> I really... No, that, thank you, Matthew. You would know it if you heard it. Oh, really? Okay. Could have been by Tiffany at number eight. Heaven is a Place on Earth by Belinda Carlisle. That one I know. Number six... So Emotional by Whitney Houston. I know that one. Number five, Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Four, the number four song for 1988, <laughs> Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. Oh, yep. my. I've got, last year, I had a seventh grader. Did I tell you this story? I have a seventh grader. You did, you did. You did. Yeah, he just got, it, 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 was, it was incredible. Because we were he talking got, about the, the Rick Astley. He got up and did the, yeah, Rick Rowland, and he was dancing, and he he actually sang it very well. Is there well. a special he, dance he knew it word for, Oh, yeah. Rick See, I, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, number three, Got My Mind Set on You by George Harrison. Harrison. Number two, Need You Tonight by NXS. And the number one song for 1988, Faith by George Michael. Mm. I, I noticed that uh, 1988 had some of my just most annoying songs of all time on there. Mm-hmm. I figured. Which one was the worst one for you, Ben? Uh, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Oh, mm, yeah. that's, um, that's a. Yeah. Never gonna give you up was on there. Uh, red, 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 red wine. wine. Yeah, oh sucks. man, uh, Kokomo, uh, Kokomo. Oh wow, and, you really are hitting a bad ones there. I'm that song does uh, suck though. And, yeah, and Desire. Oh yeah, Desire. Evil U two in there. Desire oh song. oh. <laughs> now light bulb. Eat. Okay, now I get it. Sure. Okay. All right. Top ten albums for 1988. Number ten. Permanent Vacation by Aerosmith. Pretty good album. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Tiffany by Tiffany. Number eight, Richard Marks by Richard Marks. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, really... Uh, a lot of hair. Yeah, but a lot of really creative uh, album names in 1988. Yeah, right. Number seven, Out of the Blue by Debbie Gibson. Debbie Gibson. Rising star, 88, <laughs> falling star afterward. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much all. Yeah, yeah. She, she's the one who thinks she ended up doing movies the best on, year ever. Right. Say, she ended up doing movies on sci-fi for a while there. Number six, Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses. Number five, Bad by Michael Jackson. Number four. That was 1988. Number four, Kick by NXS. Mm -hmm. Number three, Hysteria by Def Leppard. Number two, The Dirty Dancing Soundtrack. Mm. My nemesis in life. (sighs) Have you seen the movie? Yeah, yeah, I have seen it. Okay, did you like the movie? Okay, I'm I'm, I'm kind of putting you on the I'm putting you on the spot my, here. My mother, oh, likes Dirty Dancing uh-huh. so much that I would hate it out of spite, even if I did like it. Okay, but I, I I'm I'm not wild about it. No, I just never had an interest in it. It's not my favorite. No, the number one album also Faith by George George Michael. Michael. Again, yeah. Um, 88 of the Grammys record of the year Graceland by Paul Simon. Okay. The song Graceland. This okay. Time. Uh, album of the Year, The Joshua Tree by U2. That's got to sting. So, <laughs> <laughs> song of the Year, Somewhere Out There by Linda Ronstadt and James Ingram. Oh, that was yeah. a big one. Best New Artist, 
household name in everybody's house, Jody Watley. Who? <laughs> I'm serious. What I know she, who she is. Just did, from being. Did, what, what did she sing? Does anybody know what she sang? She had a few hits in the 80s. Yeah, was, I, okay, I couldn't I'm, tell you I'm going to take you. Where was I? I missed all of this. I don't know. Okay. You didn't, didn't get your Jody Watley fix. No, apparently not. And best comedy recording, A Night at the Met by Robin Williams. Mm. 1988 in film. Nah, I don't know. Not mm. a bad year for movies, I guess. Mm. A lot of notables. Number 10 at the box office for the year, Die Hard. The first one? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Number nine, Big, made $151 million. Number eight, featuring the song Kokomo, Cocktail. Mm. Number seven, and this this surprised me. I, I'm not, for this to be in the top 10 of the box office, I'm surprised. A Fish Called Wanda. I know it was a big hit, but. I think it was a surprise hit. For it to make yeah, that I much mean, money. I mean, I don't think that they I don't were. I think I've ever seen it. Oh, it's fun. Number six, Rambo 3. Definitely never saw that. No, I never saw the third Rambo one. Rambo 3. Number five. Is that the one in Afghanistan? <sighs> yeah, it must I think be. it was. Uh, let me rephrase that. It was the up against in, the Russians. The second one's in right, Vietnam. Right, in Vietnam. I think the third one was in, in against the Russians. Yeah. The Russians were the bad guys. Number five, <laughs> Twins, which is a movie that you don't hear about anymore. <laughs> no, you don't. Maybe it's. Back when the. Because Dan- of his ridiculousness. When Danny DeVito was still. Making films, you know. Number four, Crocodile Dundee 2. Hmm. Back Among the Corn or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the one where he goes back to Australia. He takes her Correct. back there. He's being chased by the gangsters or the criminals. Yeah. I remember back in the day, I had, you know, when the internet first made it easy for you to, like, talk to people all over the world. Mm-hmm. I had, like, a like a chat friend from Austra- from Australia. And I made the mistake of... Uh, Making a Paul Hogan joke. Mm. And let me tell you, it was crickets, man. You do not make fun of Paul Hogan. No, he had his own show over there. <laughs> I remember when they would play reruns of his show on KPLR. Really? Like, I, don't, yeah, I don't remember they that. They played him for a short period. I, I, You know what we phrase that? I don't know if it was KPLR, but they did show he had an Australian comedy show, kind of like a... I'm not, I don't want to say it was like Benny Hill, but it was. See, you remember that, but you don't remember Jody Watley. See, what the no, hell? No, I do <laughs> That's what you were doing. Yeah, I don't know. I was watching Paul Hogan on, yeah. Number three, Coming to America, $288 million. Mm-hmm. Starting to see some pretty big box office numbers now as the 80s, I guess, inflation kicks mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Number two, a movie that I've never seen mm-hmm. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? You've never seen I've that? I've never seen it. You, well, I liked it, but I, I enjoyed it. I don't think you're going to like it. <laughs> and number one, Rain Man. $350 million at the box office. I don't know if I've ever seen Rain Man all the way through. I know I've seen parts of it, but I don't think I've watched it all the way through. Mm. I, I think it's a decent movie. It's, okay. it's not a great movie, I don't think, but it's it's a decent movie. Yeah. There's some endearing things about it, I guess. Um, Other notable films of 1988. Action Jackson. That Carl was Weathers. notable? Yep. Carl, I well, remember. it's notable for me because I wrote this, right? Uh-huh. Here, here's what I remember. <laughs> I've never seen Action Jackson, uh-huh. but I remember the trailer. They'd show oh, the I did too. TV I remember the trailer. Because it had this big line where like, Carl Weathers would come out, he's about to shoot a gun, and he'd say, how do you like your ribs? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was trying to be like his go ahead, make my yeah, day. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it caught on to the extent of. Uh... <laughs> no. Well, I, I remember sitting in the theater seeing it and uh, with my friend Tom and another guy. And the guy was, the, the other guy was just really into the, the, the preview. He was just thinking it was the, the oh, he was just, oh, this is awesome. And I remember looking over at my friend Tom and we were like, whatever. How do you like your ribs? ribs. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Other films, Bloodsport. Well, John John Claude. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I watched that I've movie whenever that one. I can. It's, it's is that the one he dances in? No, he doesn't. I don't think he dances in there. I don't remember. It's it, the movie's not about dancing. No, no, I know that. I just okay. Um, bloody dance. Bloody dancing. <laughs> yeah, as well. I don't know. I enjoy that movie. I I I watch it frequently. The fighting is pretty cool in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stand and deliver. Stand and deliver. I've never seen it. Neither have I. Police Academy Edward Five. J. Almost. Oh. Ugh. Edward James almost. Yeah, thank you. Biloxi Blues, Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. Colors, Critters 2, Friday 13th Part 7, A New Blood, mm. <laughs> Willow, Crocodile Dundee 2, which I already had on my list, uh, Bull Durham, uh, Midnight Run, which I might consider the most underrated movie of the 80s. It's fun. It's, it's, it's a, a good fun movie. movie, yeah. They're making a Willow TV show on Disney Plus, aren't yes, they? Yes, I know. They've got some of the original people involved I'm in excited. It. Let's hope that I, I I liked Willow. I did too. I liked. I know a lot of people who didn't, I, I but did. I didn't go into it expecting it to be anything more than what it was. I mean, I was in eighth and grade when it came it, out. Yeah, so. there again, if you see it now, you kind of go. Uh, well, but it's still it's still fun. Yeah, your kids will get a kick out of it. Mm-hmm. Tucker, a man in his dream. I've seen that. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm good. Street Part. That was a good movie. It was. I'm sorry. What uh, I missed the last Nightmare on Elm Street Four. Okay, I'm sorry. Eight Men Out. Punchline. The Accused, Mystic Pizza, Everybody's All-American, Mississippi Burning, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street 4, is that the Dream Warriors? I think that's three. Is it's it? a Dream Child. I don't remember. It, I think it's Dream Dream. Dream. I think Dream Warriors is number three, and I think Dream Child is number four. Yeah, that's but cool. I don't know that for sure. The Dream Warriors, the only reason why I'm asking is the Dream Warriors was the first one that I ever saw. That's confusing. A lot of dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, Oscars for 1988. Best picture went to Rain Man. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. Best director, Barry Levinson for Rain Man. Best actor, Dustin Hoffman for, for Rain, Rain Man. Man. Best actress, Jodie Foster for The Accused, which yeah. fully deserved. Great, great yeah, performance. Yeah, that's a hard movie to watch. That's her best performance. Supporting actor, Kevin Klein, Fish Called Wanda. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that, too. Supporting actress, Gina Davis, for The Accidental Tourist. Before we get to Asshole of the Year, do you have anything else on your list? Uh, we covered most of it. Um, one of the things that I read, and uh, I, I can't verify it, but uh, it seems right. Uh, that's 1988's the year they removed uh, Scrappy-Doo from uh, Scooby-Doo. Really? They yeah. removed How- him? Yeah, apparently. Well, I always hated the character. Well, everybody did. Scrappy sucks. Apparently, yeah, they, they got so many complaints that yeah. they removed him from uh, from the show in 1988. Really? Yeah, I thought that was interesting. So popular demand can Scrappy, right? I like it. Um, People I, can do something if they set their mind. To him <laughs> and his puppy power. And, oh. and, and, and yeah, on, on the oh, yeah. Who's the old man? Uh, wasn't there like Uncle? I don't know. I'll be honest with you. Oh, there's another Scooby or something. Well, uh, there was a couple Scoobies. Scooby, Scooby Dumb. Scooby Dumb. That's, that's Scooby, what I'm thinking of. Scooby Don't. Scooby Dumb. I don't think there was a there Scooby Dumb. There was Scooby Dumb, and then there was a Scooby D. There was a girl, too. A girl dog. Scooby. Bizarro Scooby Doo, Scooby Don't. He hates Scooby Snacks. He's never scared. No. No, he's the exact opposite. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Asshole of the year for the 1988. Can you give us a hint before you give it? What are you going to do? He's, he's a big time villain. 
Okay, all right. In the world. Uh, we believe that uh, Al-Qaeda was founded in 1988, so Osama bin Laden was the oh. asshole of the year for 1988. Really? I know he was on the rise at that time, but nobody knew who he was. Right. That's kind of the first time he was in the in Yeah, the, I remember, the, I remember the them doing so 60 Minutes doing reports on him far long before um, 9-11. I remember on 9-11, we were sitting on the porch watching the crazy people buy gas across the street. Oh, yeah. And you, and you were like, bin Laden. And I... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're probably right. It turned out pretty much. Yeah. So, all right, well, that's going to do it for our journey through 1988. One more episode, 1989, coming at some point in the future, and we'll be done with this 80s thing. Probably do the 90s, but it's going to be totally rehashed from the beginning. It's going to be a different format. Sure. I have some ideas to make that make it a little more interesting, maybe. So, all right, well, join us next episode. I guess we'll be two weeks till our next episode, and uh, we'll see you then. Goodbye for now. See you, everybody. Bye.